0: If you're just tuning in to Civic Cipher, I am your host, Ramses Jaw. He is Ramses Jaw. I am Q
1: Ward, and you are hopefully tuning back in to Civic Cipher. Indeed you are. And uh, we have a lot more for you to stick around for, so please continue to stick around. We are going to be discussing a very sad video that was released this week um, that really gives some insight into split-second police decisions. Um, obviously, on the show, we're very critical of policing, and the way that it's done in this country uh disproportionately negatively affects black and brown people and um sometimes it's appropriate for us to give a balanced view and we have an example today that we're going to share with you um so that and so much more to stick around for Uh, so uh, i'm I'm getting my my strength together because i know that's going to be a heavy topic but um Yeah, stick around for that. First and foremost, let's discuss B.A.B.A. Becoming a Better Ally, Baba. Today's Baba is sponsored by Friends of the Movement. You can sign up for the free voter wallet from FOTMglobal.com to support black businesses and allied businesses, as well as make an impact with your spending. Again, FOTMglobal.com. Today's Baba comes from the NAACP. Check NAACP.org, and uh, you'll find out about their voter suppression uh, initiative uh, that they're fighting back against. So I will read exactly the words that they have sent over to us. It says friend when black voters fixed our collective power and turned out in historic numbers for the 2020 and 2022 elections, it triggered a wave of voting rights attacks. We're up against staunch opposition that is relentless and it's all out assault on the values and principles that we believe in. They will stop it. Almost nothing to push our country backwards. Even just this week, secretary of state Brad Raffensperger filed a lawsuit in Georgia stating the voting rights act in, is inherently race-based, remedies are not justified by current conditions. But the NAACP and our allies know that couldn't be further from the truth. We're supposed to. Sorry, we, we've supported voters <laughs> as polling locations in black communities were closed. Voter rolls were purged and even passed out food and water to those who waited over eight hours to cast their ballots. With our anti-progress opponents pushing forward regressive racist policies every day, we depend on strong loyal supporters like you. As we gear up for the next election year, we need you to join the fight. Your generosity helps our teams fight and win civil rights victories across the country, and it reflects your commitment to acting on your deepest heart-held beliefs about justice and equality for all. So um, to support their uh, pushback against the voter suppression initiatives, again, you can visit NAACP.org. we definitely need our voice more than ever, our vote more than ever. And uh, there's a group that's fighting for it. So keep it in mind. Um, all right. I appreciate you sticking around. Thank you. It's This is going to be tough. Feel free to chime in. Um, so I'm going to read. Start there.
0: Okay?
1: I'm going to read from denver7.com. Um, this will just give you a little bit of background. On a video that we saw, you and I saw this video, um, for long-time listeners, listeners of the show, you know that we don't typically both watch the same video. Um, for today's episode, all three of us have seen this one. And um, we don't celebrate death. We're not morbid people. We celebrate life. We celebrate love. We celebrate what we believe to be the best that humanity is and can be. And, um, yeah. All right. This is from denver7.com, Westminster, Colorado. The Westminster Police Department on Friday released body camera footage from the officer who fatally shot a woman last month. According to the department, the officer was on routine patrol around 4.41 p.m. on July 25th when he spotted a silver SUV that was facing westbound in the eastbound turn lane on 88th Avenue just before Lamar Drive. In the video, the officer identified as Officer Nick Adams talks with the driver of a Jeep Rubicon that was in the turn lane, roughly 15 to 25 feet in front of the SUV, before approaching the SUV. So let me say that to make it clear. The video picks up where the officer's talking to a person that's trying to use the turning lane, but there is a vehicle facing her in the same turning lane. Now the officer is approaching, approaching the vehicle, the SUV, that's facing the wrong direction. Adams taps on the driver's side window of the SUV and motions for the driver who was the only occupant to roll down her window. The woman looks at the officer but does not roll down the window. She is seen in the video holding a charm that is attached to a necklace she is wearing. Adams knocks on the window and asks the woman to roll down her window, which she does. What's going on? You're in the wrong lane, Adams said. The woman does not say anything as she adjusts her necklace. Are you okay? Adams asked. The woman remains silent and continues to adjust the necklace. Are you okay, ma'am? Adams asks. What's going on? Tell me what's going on. Are you okay? The woman is looking down, but due to the angle of the body cam, it's unclear what she's looking at. Her hands are not visible in the video. After not receiving a response, Adams asks, can you tell me what's going on? Why are you in the wrong lane? The woman, who is still silent, has removed her necklace and is handling the chain. She reaches around her neck as Adams asks, can you tell me why you're in the wrong lane? After not receiving an answer, Adams takes a step back and speaks into his radio. I don't know what I've got here, Adams said. I've got a female that won't answer my questions. After describing his location, Adams re- returns to the driver's side of the SUV and asks the woman what's going on. The woman provides a quick response, but it's not clear what she says. Okay, have you been drinking or anything? Adams responded. It doesn't look like you've been drinking. The angle of the body cam does not show inside the SUV. After a brief pause hear Adams asked the woman, what you got in there? Adams steps closer to the window and asks again, What you got in there, ma'am? Adams' tone becomes more serious as he asks the woman what she has two more times. The officer reaches into the SUV but quickly pulls back his arm and moves down the driver's side of the window. He screams, Oh, expletive, as he pulls out his service weapon and fires two shots. The woman can be heard screaming. Adams fires a third shot through the driver's side passenger window. And then the screaming stops. He then fires a fourth shot. So let's leave that one right there. Okay. So, <laughs> you want to jump in, Q? Anything first?
0: <laughs> so, typically, um, I have a rather intentional position in situations like this. Mm-hmm um because typically the aggressive officers who instigate and incite the violence when it's time for accountability and repercussion hide behind the idea of fear and it has become somewhat of a habit for everyone else to say that mm-hmm. in response and or it. in their defense yeah i often if you guys listen to this show I often, even when speaking to Ramses, have pause. And if you see us on YouTube, you'll see it in my face when we just so, mm-hmm. uh, without pause, jump out there and say that these officers feared for their lives or did something as a response to being scared. Because typically there are bad actors, bad faith actors who are killing people that they don't like killing people who they have othered and deem less human than they are. This, this, unfortunately, if you've been paying attention to what's going on in the world, not just on this show, has become a bit of a theme. You know, make the world think that this group of people is is, is worth less, does not deserve humanity or empathy, and then kill them. And then in response to why we killed them, have a list of justification to go along, along with it. And most people, without doing any further research, shake their head and say, okay, that that makes sense. Mm -hmm. The officers must have been scared. That's why they killed that person. That person should have listened Mm -hmm. or complied Mm -hmm. or just not broken the law. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So I am one who very, very often speaks up for those who cannot speak for themselves Mm -hmm. as they get killed while running away by someone who is said to be afraid of the person running away from them. Mm -hmm. This video is different. Now, it is important to say that a person that is afraid can still do something that is wrong and should still be held accountable for that. But this is one of the rare times where I saw a human reaction to murder, to unaliving someone, someone shaken up by their own action, because it should not be a natural reaction to do that and still be okay. Um... I feel for everybody involved in this situation, because once you see a weapon present and you have someone behaving in a way that could make you very uncomfortable, unresponsive, kind of unstable, you know, this, this young lady was probably scared herself. So that's why you got a very uh, combustible mixture of reactions from both of them. He's knocking on the window. She doesn't respond. He knocks again. She doesn't respond. She finally rolls down the window. He attempts to ask if she's okay, does she need an ambulance? Like he's attempting, it seems to be an empathetic, caring person who's trying to understand what's going on. But once you see the weapon, if you're him and if you're her, I think the logic tree starts to fall apart a little bit. Yeah. And in this case where this officer may have well thought his life was in danger, the actions that he did next are unfortunately... The natural progression of law enforcement yeah, it's officers kind in of, this country—it's it's, kind of, it's, it's more the occupation and the system that he's a part of than him. And I only say that because we've seen officers do this: put their gun back in their holster, start having a conversation yeah, with somebody else, yeah, and so, you know they have so a good. very business as usual approach. Right. This officer did not respond this way. There seemed to be immediate shock, immediate remorse, immediate trauma. Yeah, he was crying. He broke down. Yeah, and. I don't believe it to be performative. Right. Um, however, as is always the case, there's a veil of protection where this officer has now taken the life of someone and already has other officers stating, hey, you know, he did what he was quote unquote supposed to do.
1: So here's what I want to suggest. Um, for those of you who... Follow us on social media. We put this video up uh, a few days ago. Um, check our social media. A few posts. You got to scroll back, maybe six or eight posts. But you'll see the video. And and that will help everything that Hugh just said live a little bit more in your mind. Um, it was <sighs> one of the things that we've done. When, when we've been wrong on the show, we've admitted we're wrong when police needed to be celebrated and applauded for doing more than what would be expected of them we've we've celebrated and applauded them right we it's far be it from us to just condemn everyone 100 or the
0: simply doing what is expected of them
1: that too but often we will applaud them for doing rather more like the, there was one video that comes to mind where they were running into a gunfight instead of taking a position like hiding in Sure. So but, I, to but I'd
0: assume if the, if the job description is to serve and protect the that that that, that yeah. so that's a fair point. That should be the expectation. That, should th- that shouldn't be the above and beyond. If hmm. Q and Ramses went running, sure, the then act, we'd be heroes. Yeah, we'd sure. be, <laughs>
1: be heroes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. But, you know, to see the bravery, to mm-hmm. see it on full display and have it captured on camera. The point is that, you know, we've we've taken the time to actually say, here's some police that are doing good work yes. so, so that we're not we don't hate police we certainly don't hate the human beings yeah we do not hate Um, the system we feel could be better right should be better absolutely so um when we have an opportunity to have a a sober a sober moment because for me i'll speak for myself personally i get kind of lost in you know police getting to do whatever they want no consequences they get to hide behind this uh, the idea that they were afraid and it's just not really fair the police get the best possible optics they're trained they know how to deal with stuff they know they you know they they have the weapons they and then they get the best optics too and the human being who does not deal with the civilian pedestrian sure just a regular human that is just living their life who now brushes up against police in a in a traumatic or dramatic situation with no Voluntile training situation sure with with uh with no training with no weapon with no whatever they don't get the best optics they, they, don't, there's even no the, benefit. they don't even get the benefit of the doubt sure I like i stole that out of your mouth yeah that's a man i am marbles <laughs> in my mouth today but thank you because as often the case you're there to help me out so in this situation what i want to do is make sure that I echo what it is that you said that I don't know me personally Ramses. I don't know if I would have been able to do anything different in that situation. I've never been trained to respond to that, but um, I need to say that before I provide the defense for the woman who lost her life, because I have to do that. Forgive
0: me for cutting you off, Good, but I know your stance on guns and this is an example of why you have the stance that you have. Yeah, it's just the lack of guns being present means nobody died. Yeah. It's it's it, I'm sorry for putting that so plainly yeah. and straightforwardly and kind of removing context. However, guns are not the only way that law enforcement can intervene and show up and support. Sure. And in an instance where guns weren't present, no one would have died in this scenario. Yeah. So your your position on guns
1: in situations like this makes all the sense in the world. So let me say this then. When I first saw the video, I watched after the shooting part, all the blood, the lady's not moving, then he picks up a gun. There was actually a gun in this one. It wasn't a cell phone. It wasn't, you know, so I'm like, oh my God, she had a gun. My brain starts putting it together as I do, okay? Having a gun in this country is not illegal. There's a right to bear arms presenting a gun at a traffic stop is not illegal um he said that the gun was pointed at him that's not something that you're able to determine from the video so we have to take his word for it and based on his reaction to it he felt genuine fear i cannot say that the gun was pointed at him and the woman who couldn't the only other person that could say that is not alive anymore um this woman because of her lack of a vocal response an appropriate response to that situation she's in the wrong lane facing the wrong direction unresponsive to a police officer asking her the same question over and over again and has a gun so those are that's the recipe for a mental health crisis or you know something like that and what we see is the officer jump back panic pull out his gun and start shooting um, I didn't hear a shot come from the car at all, but there was a pause between the first two shots and the second two shots after the third shot, the woman stopped screaming and yeah, and so, please
2: it's just i'm I'm all the way with you.
1: I have I to say that, but part. I
2: don't I don't understand. In this case where you're like, well, I don't know if I would have done anything different. I don't know if I would have shot four times. Like, fine, give him the first one. It scared her. Maybe that would stop her. But I mean, aren't, if they're trained, maybe we would have shot four times because we're not trained in these things. And we would have been trigger happy and afraid. But he's supposed to be trained. So isn't he supposed to think quick enough to go, okay, I, I, I did the one shot. Maybe that scared her. Let me assess the situation real quick. Move out of the way so I'm protecting myself. Why did he have to shoot four times?
0: It's it's tricky, right? I am a gun owner. I never carry my gun. Sounds crazy to admit and say that out loud, right? If I purchased this weapon to protect myself. Mm-hmm. It's in my home in case I ever have to protect my children and my family. Mm-hmm. But do we have the right to bear arms? We don't. This <laughs> is not us because we can be shot down. Yeah, because the trained armed officer can Doesn't claim know what to fear. Get. And kill us, yeah. and then be justified because of the presence of something they say we have the right to have. It's a very, very confusing position to be
1: in. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. I suspect that the woman who was in the car was suicidal. Um, I suspect, you know, just she's sitting in the car. Please watch the video again. It's on. It's at uh, on our Instagram. It's on all of our social media. Be- at be- civic
0: Before you continue, I have to interject. Mm-hmm. When a police officer gets behind me in regular traffic, I get uncomfortable. Of course. If I'd been going through uh, a mental health episode, was out of it somehow, Mm -hmm. suicidal wouldn't have to be the position I was in to not know how to respond properly in that situation, Mm -hmm. right? She could just be scared, right? If the police officer's fear can cause him to murder, someone to unalive someone my fear could cause me to not know what to say to this police officer who i might feel is about to do something to me
1: i i I think that what you're saying right now uh circles us back to again the police often get the benefit of having the the best optics and the individuals who are living their lives the citizens don't that that almost never happens yeah i don't i don't want us to get i don't want us to overstep
0: by saying maybe she was in a position where she didn't well, want to be alive anymore. So the reason
1: the reason I say that is because th- th- there there did not seem to be this I, I don't know, you maybe you're right because no, this I don't is think the version she, of my I don't story think she that she responded the way that you think someone of sound mind,
0: yeah, sound judgment but, would respond. But because she had but I think putting her in a position as someone who may have not
1: wanted to be here you provide a little bit of out so but here's where that comes from here's where that comes from i I believe it comes from an honest place what reason do you have to take out the good the officer was not aggressive it was not scary he was tapping on the window and she rolled the window down they were talking but let let me just get this last part when she pulled out the gun it was very slow and measured wasn't like oh my gosh let me grab the gun were you and able whatever. to see that on the video because i wasn't i i saw her movements were very slow but that's what
0: i'm saying we don't know if the gun had already been
1: present yeah. there's just so much missing so from from what i read based on what the officer's account was she pulled it from the center console and to me she's bringing out that gun in that moment based on her mannerisms and so she's sad she's playing with this necklace she's pulling out that gun to harm herself is what it It didn't seem like she had any issue with the officer and so that's why it felt particularly sad to me i can't obviously i can't prove that yeah, i don't i, I wish
0: that. we had more than the officer's account because as we know that's not always as accurate as we'd like either
1: well i think the consensus here though is that this video is kind of what we're hoping for From all the videos where the officers claim that they're afraid, because this video sincerely looked like an officer was afraid. It doesn't make them right. Like you said, there's potentially some accountability here because, you know, that may not have been, strictly speaking, necessary. But. I think that we all learned a little something Mm -hmm. uh, from this video, and uh, we're just going to have to leave that there. Unfortunately, the show is is, it always feels like it's so short. We never have enough time, unfortunately. um, Suzanne, I, I appreciate you coming and providing some insight. Um, I'm calling her awesome from now on, by the way. Suzanne, awesome. I'm
2: okay with that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, you definitely are awesome. Um, please come back um, Love to and come back uh, hang out with us. We talk about a lot of really cool stuff and you know, um, obviously you're a brilliant mind and you can provide insight that we don't have and we certainly want to amplify your voice. One more time, can you share your social media briefly?
2: Yes, uh, it's Instagram only. It's Suze, suz, S-U-Z, Yatim, y-a-t-i-m aslam a-s-l-a-m
1: all right right. give her a follow and follow us at civic Cipher on all platforms i am ramses ja i am q ward and uh thanks for hanging out with us hopefully you learned something i certainly did um and check back in with us next week same bad time same bad channel until then peace peace